Voices of Today presents A Moral Alphabet by Hilaire Belloc Narrated by Dennis Daly A stands for Archibald, who told no lies and got this lovely volume for a prize. The upper school had combed and oiled their hair and all the parents of the boys were there in words that ring like thunder through the hall draw tears from some, and loud applause from all. The pedagogue, with pardonable joy, bestows the gift upon the radiant boy. Accept the noblest work produced as yet, says he, upon the English alphabet. Next time I shall examine you to find if you have read it thoroughly. So, mind. And while the boys and parents cheered so loud, that out of doors a large and anxious crowd had gathered and was blocking up the street the admirable child resumed his seat moral learn from this justly irritating youth to brush your hair and teeth and tell the truth b stands for bear when bears are seen approaching in the distance Make up your mind at once between retreat and armed resistance. A gentleman remained to fight, with what result for him? The bear, with ill-concealed delight, devoured him, limb by limb. Another person turned and ran. He ran extremely hard. The bear was faster than the man, and beat him by a yard. Moral Decisive action in the hour of need denotes the hero, but does not succeed. C stands for Cobra. When the Cobra bites an Indian judge, the judge spends restless nights. Moral. This creature, though disgusting and appalling, conveys no kind of moral worth recalling. D. The dreadful Dinotherium he will have to do his best for D. The early world observed, with awe, his back, indented like a saw. His look was gay, his voice was strong, his tail was neither short nor long. His trunk, or elongated nose, was not so large as some suppose. His teeth, as all the world allows, were graminivorous, like a cow's. He, therefore, should have wished to pass long peaceful nights upon the grass. But being mad, the brute preferred to roost in branches, like a bird. A creature heavier than a whale, you see at once, could hardly fail to suffer badly when he slid and tumbled, as he always did. His fossil, therefore, comes to light all broken up, and serve him right. Moral. If you were born to walk the ground, Remain there. Do not fool around. E stands for egg. Moral. The moral of this verse is applicable to the young. Be terse. F. For a family taking a walk in Arcadia Terrace, no doubt. The parents indulge in intelligent talk, while the children, they gamble about. At a quarter past six, they returned to their tea, of a kind that would hardly be tempting to me, though my appetite passes belief. 
There is jam, ginger beer, buttered toast, marmalade, with a cold leg of mutton and warm lemonade, and the large pigeon pie, very skilfully made, to consist almost wholly of beef. Moral. A respectable family taking the air is a subject on which I could dwell. It contains all the morals that ever there were, and it sets an example as well. G stands for Nu, whose weapons of defence are long, sharp, curling horns and common sense. To these he adds a name so short and strong that even hardy boars pronounce it wrong. How often, on a bright autumnal day, the pious people of Pretoria say, Come, let us hunt the... Then no more is heard, but sounds of strong men struggling with a word. Meanwhile, the distant new, with grateful eyes, observes his opportunity, and flies. Moral. Child, if you have a rummy kind of name, remember to be thankful for the same. H was a horseman, who rode to the meet, and talked of the pads of the fox as his feet, an error which furnished subscribers with grounds for refusing to make him a master of hounds. He gave way thereupon to so fearful a rage that he sold up his stable and went on the stage and had all the success that a man could desire in creating the part of the old English squire. Moral. In the learned professions, a person should know the advantage of having two strings to his bow. I. The poor Indian, justly called the poor. He has to eat his dinner off the floor. Moral. The moral these delightful lines afford is, Living cheaply is its own reward. J stands for James, who thought it immaterial to pay his taxes, local or imperial. In vain the mother wept, the wife implored. James only yawned as though a trifle bored. The tax collector called again, but he was met with persiflage and repartee. When James was hauled before the learned judge, who lectured him, he loudly whispered, Fudge! The judge was startled from his usual calm. He struck the desk before him with his palm, and roared in tones to make the boldest quail. G stands for James. It also stands for jail. And therefore... On a dark and dreadful day, policemen came and took him all away. Moral. The fate of James is typical, and shows how little mercy people can expect who will not pay their taxes, saving those to which they conscientiously object. K for the Klondike, a country of gold, where the winters are often excessively cold where the lawn every morning is covered with rime, and skating continues for years at a time. Do you think that a climate can conquer the grit of the sons of the West? Not a bit. Not a bit. When the weather looks nippy, the bold pioneers put on two pairs of stockings and cover their ears, and roam through the drear Hyperborean dales with a vast apparatus of buckets and pails or wander through wild hyperborean glades with hoes, hammers, pickaxes, matlocks, 
and spades. There are some who give rise to exuberant mirth by turning up nothing but bushels of earth, while those who have little cause excellent fun by attempting to pilfer from those who have none. At times, the reward they will get for their pains is to strike very tempting or riferous veins, or, a shaft being sunk for some miles in the ground, not infrequently nuggets of value are found. They bring us the gold when their labours are ended, and we, after thanking them prettily, spend it. Moral Just you work for humanity, never you mind if humanity seems to have left you behind. L was a lady, advancing in age, who drove in her carriage and six, with a couple of footmen, a coachman and page, who were all of them regular bricks. If the coach ran away, or was smashed by a dray, or got into collisions and blocks, the page, with a courtesy rare for his years, would leap to the ground with inspiriting cheers, while a footman allayed her legitimate fears, and the coachman sat tight on his box. At night, as they met round an excellent meal, they would take it in turn to observe, What a lady indeed! What a presence to feel! What a woman to worship and serve! But perhaps the most poignant of all their delights was to stand in a rapturous dream when she spoke to them kindly on Saturday nights and said, They deserved her esteem! Moral now observe the reward of these dutiful lives at the end of their loyal career. They each had a lodge at the end of the drives, and she left them a hundred a year. Remember from this to be properly vexed when the newspaper editors say that the type of society showed in the text is rapidly passing away. M was a millionaire who sat at table and ate like this as long as he was able. At half-past twelve the waiters turned him out. He lived impoverished and died of gout. Moral Disgusting exhibition! Have a care when, later on, you are a millionaire, to rise from table feeling you could still take something more and not be really ill. N stands for Ned, Maria's younger brother who, walking one way, chose to gaze the other. In Blandford Square, a crowded part of town, two people on a tandem knocked him down, whereat a motor-car, with warning shout, ran right on top and turned him inside out. The damages that he obtained from these maintained him all his life in cultured ease. Moral The law protects you. Go your gentle way, the other man has always got to pay. O stands for Oxford. Hail, salubrious seat of learning, academical retreat, home of my middle age, malarial spot, which people call medieval, though it's not. The marshes in the neighbourhood can vie with Cambridge, but the town itself is dry, and serves to make a kind of fold or pen wherein to herd a lot of learned men. Were I to write but half of what they know, it would exhaust the space reserved for O. And as my book must not be over big, I turn at once to P, 
which stands for pig. Moral. Be taught by this to speak with moderation of places where, with decent application, one gets a good sound middle-class education. P stands for pig, as I remarked before, a second cousin to the huge wild boar. But pigs are civilised, while huge wild boars live savagely, at random, out of doors, and in their coarse contempt for dainty foods, subsist on truffles which they find in woods. Not so the cultivated pig, who feels the need of several courses at his meals, but wrongly thinks it does not matter whether he takes them one by one, or all together. Hence pigs devour, from lack of self-respect, what epicures would certainly reject. Moral. Learn from the pig to take whatever fate, or elder persons, heap upon your plate. Q. For quinine, which children take with jam and little bits of cake. Moral. How idiotic! Can quinine replace cold baths and sound hygiene? Ah, the reviewer, reviewing my book, at which he had barely intended to look. But the very first lines upon A were enough to convince him the verses were excellent stuff. So he wrote without stopping for several days in terms of extreme but well-merited praise. To quote but one passage, No person, says he, will be really content without purchasing three, while a parent will send for a dozen or more and strew them about on the nursery floor. The versification might call for some strictures were it not for its singular wit, while the pictures, though the handling of line is a little defective, make up amply in verve what they lack in perspective. Moral The habit of constantly telling the truth will lend an additional lustre to youth. S stands for Snail, who, though he be the least, is not an uninstructive horned beast. His eyes are on his horns, and when you shout or tickle them, the horns go in and out. Had Providence seen proper to endow the furious unicorn, or sober cow, with such a gift, the one would never now appear so commonplace on coats of arms. And what a fortune for our failing farms if circus managers, with wealth untold, would take the cows for half their weight in gold. Moral. Learn from the snail to take reproof with patience, and not put out your horns on all occasions. T stands for the genial tourist, who resides in Peckham, where he writes Italian guides. Moral. Learn from this information not to cavil at slight mistakes in books on foreign travel. U stands for the upas tree, that casts a blight on those that pull their sister's hair and fight. But, oh, the good! They wander undismayed, and, as the subtle artist has portrayed, to spend the golden hours at play beneath its shade. Moral Dear reader, if you chance to catch a sight of upas trees, betake yourself to flight. V for the unobtrusive volunteer who fills the armies of the world with fear.
Moral Seek with a volunteer to put aside the empty pomp of military pride. W. My little victim, let me trouble you to fix your active mind on W. The water beetle here shall teach a sermon far beyond your reach. He flabbergasts the human race by gliding on the water's face with ease, celerity and grace. But if he ever stopped to think of how he did it, he would sink. Moral. Don't ask questions. X. No reasonable little child expects a grown-up man to make a rhyme on X. Moral. These verses teach a clever child to find excuse for doing all that he's inclined. Y stands for youth. It would have stood for yak, but that I wrote about him two years back. Youth is a pleasant springtime of our days, as Dante so mellifluously says, who always speaks of youth with proper praise. You have not got to youth, but when you do, you'll find that what he and I have said is true. Moral. Youth's excellence should teach the modern wit first to be young, and then to boast of it. Z. For this Zebu who, like all Zibus, is held divine by scrupulous Hindus. Moral. Idolatry, as you are well aware, is highly reprehensible. But there we needn't bother. When we get to Z, our interest in the alphabet is dead. We hope that you have enjoyed this performance of A Moral Alphabet by Hilaire Belloc. Narrated by Dennis Daly. This recording may be freely downloaded and distributed as long as Voices of Today is credited as the author. It may not be used for commercial purposes or distributed in an edited or remixed form. For further information about Voices of Today or to explore its catalogue, please visit voicesoftoday.org. Thank you for listening.